It's Hump Day on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller on Wednesday, October 27th. Thanks for joining us. The moon is still happy in Cancer. No changes in the chart today, so we're going straight to a listener question. Why do certain signs not get along? The example I'll give is I know a Libra that cannot take Pisces at all. And it's been a pattern for his whole life. And uh, I've noticed this with a few signs. So is there anything to signs just not getting along? Thank you. Thank you, Mary Susan. Great listener from Northern California and a really good question and an interesting question. And this one comes up when people ask, who should I date if they want to try to follow the, the stars? Well, the ultimate answer to that is whoever you want to. But Mary Susan brings up a really good point that really what we're getting back down to here are the elements, fire, earth, air, and water. I think this is probably the biggest distinction that answers this question. And you can come up with all the little analogies that people say, you know, like water puts out fire. Somebody sent me an email the other day that said water and air, you blow bubbles. Water and earth make mud. (laughs) It's like all of these little analogies. I mean, look, two sides of the coin. But if you want to know that pattern of where are you more likely to find chemistry and synergy, then what you do is you start with the sign. Let's just start with Libra for her. And you go to the two neighboring signs. Those are 30-degree aspects. Those are 30 degrees, considered semi-sextile, a little bit bit tense. Then the next signs over, so in the case of Libra, that would be Leo and Sagittarius, two fire signs. Those are at 60-degree sextiles, more favorable. Next signs over, Capricorn and Cancer, squares. Beware. Next two over, Aquarius and Gemini, air signs. Now we've got the air triad. That's the trine. They see the world similarly. Then we hit the aspect that she's talking about. Next sign over, Pisces and Taurus, quincunx, considered more delicate. And then, of course, the opposing sign either, in my book, attracts or opposes and sometimes does both at the same time. (laughs) So we're talking about an aspect where there is tension. Now, if you add the qualities to that, you have a cardinal Libra and a mutable Pisces. So that Libra is going to be more forward, more out there, more dominant, more in control. The Pisces is going to be, well, where do you want to go? Or when the Pisces mutable challenge kicks in, then you're going to have a clash of wills. The Libra is going to want balance and harmony and everything together. The Piscean is going to be open to anything. That's going to drive the Libra crazy. Now, the question is, can we all get along here? Can we just agree? You know, if you take an interesting grid that you could build, if you wanted to do a little homework on this, build a little grid. And it's kind of like a spreadsheet. So, On the horizontal plane, going from left to right, put fire, earth, air, water. And then what would be on the vertical side of the spreadsheet, the cardinal signs is the first row. Fixed signs is the second row. Mutable signs is the third row. And then fill in the deal. So the fire, you just go right down the line. Fire would be Aries, Leo, Sag. Earth, Capricorn, Taurus, Virgo. Air, Libra, Aquarius, Gemini, 
and water would be Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. You see what I'm talking about there? You can just back this up and create that on paper really fast. And that gives you a really good look at what's going to be in conflict with another. And then put it against the chart where I was saying is you alternate houses like that. And you've kind of got the formula of really what to look for. And that trine, so in other words, the other two signs in the same element, in this case air, would be the most favorable places to look. And then you can match that up with a quality. So in other words, an Aquarius being a fixed sign is going to be more dug in and structured and, you know, they want it the way that they want it. Well, the Libra might interpret that as unbalanced or the Libra might interpret that as at least they make a decision and go with it. We know where we're going. Now, the other thing that I'm going to suggest, go with me here, let's just play, is that perhaps if somebody just has a real craw about certain characteristics in people, that that points more toward their own karmic past and what they brought in to resolve than it does conflicts between signs. Because technically, I mean, we don't have to like every flavor on the smorgasbord, right? We don't have to like the whole buffet. But we should be able to at least be non-reactive in the space of others. And if something just doesn't fit for us, that's fine. Then you just kind of step away from it. But it shouldn't draw a reaction. It's more of an observed preference. I just don't prefer that response or that mentality or that kind of way of being, and you just step away from it, but you're not reacting to it. That's the difference. The difference is the concept of observation and being present with something versus reacting to something. So I would also say, take a look at what might be underneath it and do that work around the chart as well. And the chart will point you to that too. (laughs) Mary Susan, your questions are always welcome around here. Thank you for that one. Good job. Have a good Wednesday. I'll see you tomorrow.